Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 2026. Today is International Women's Day. So today I'm going to add to a list of over 300 women who've already been on Cars Yeah. So be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Today I'm in beautiful, sunny Palm City, Florida. Oh, so nice. With a very special guest and a longtime friend, Megan Poirier. Megan, welcome to Cars Yeah. Do you have any gear? And are you ready to release the clutch? I am. All right. And happy International Women's Day to you. Kind of nice that your show falls on a a special day. You know, I've had nearly 400 women as guests on the show from the automotive sector, and I've been wanting to have you on forever. So thanks for being here. I appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. Now, before I give you a proper introduction and we dive into a world that I love, and that's car care, what's one little thing that most people may not know about you, Megan? Um, I think I have a couple hidden little things that I enjoy. <laughs> okay. um, I definitely love camping. Yeah, I camp almost every other weekend wow. and uh, I love to travel when I'm not working. I like to get on the road and go visit new places. So there's times you're not working. I don't believe you because you work all the time. <laughs> you're a busy lady. It's that whole theory of uh, work hard, play hard. I get it. You know, I have a friend from the Northwest here and he and his wife, he just retired. He's a neurosurgeon. And they bought a home uh, across the across the road or across the peninsula from you over in Naples area. But uh, he and his wife bought this really cool old vintage. It's, it looks like a vintage camper, but it's a new camper called a Bolus. It looks like an Airstream, but it's even crazier looking than that, like an old airplane. I need to have him connect with you because they will start their first camping trip out of their new home this weekend. And they're going to, I think they're going to start off at Key West. Sounds like a good start. Oh, yes. Some good sun. Um, I actually just booked a little trip down there for my birthday in May, right on the water. So it should be a nice. All right, cool. Well, let me give you a proper introduction. And we're going to dive in the world of car care. Uh, like I said, and my listeners know, uh, I have a lot of lot of history in that world. Megan Poirier is the Chief Operating Officer of Vision Investments, where she runs AutoGeek. And you've heard AutoGeek now on Cars. Yeah, there's they're a, an advertiser here, and I'm very proud of that. AutoGeek is your number one car care source for all your detailing supplies, including waxes and polishes, cleaners and chemicals, accessories and tools, and much, much more. Along with the largest selection of surface gear products, you'll also find how-to videos, expert advice, and products for at-home do-it-yourselfers or professionals. Doesn't matter who you are when it comes to the car care world. Megan has worked in the car care industry for nearly 20 years and oversees day-to-day operations there. She started with the company as their third associate and has seen tremendous growth and acquisition and has been through three moves now and is in a brand new, very cool state-of-the-art facility. She owned and ran a photography business before joining the company and look where that landed her today. We're going to learn a lot more, but first a word from our valued sponsors. So give them a little love and we'll be right back. Covercraft has the most complete line of custom seat covers available. Choose between the polycotton seat savers Endura Precision Fit Custom Seat Covers, Leatherette Precision Fit Custom Seat Covers, and their durable Carhartt Seat Covers. They're all easy to install 
and remove. And guess what? They're machine washable too. Easy cleanup to make them look brand new. No more worries about the kids spilling on your seats or your pets damaging your expensive upholstery or leather. Covercraft's quality seat covers protect from damaging pet claws, pet fur, hair, mud, moisture, food, drink spills, drool from permanently damaging your vehicle's fine surfaces. Headrest and armrest covers and color options are also available on many of the styles. And I've got a great offer for you. If you use the code YEAH21, Y-E-A-H-21 at Covercraft.com, they'll give you 10% off plus free shipping. That's right, 10% off and free shipping with the code YEAH21 at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. Visit Covercraft.com today. You listeners know I've been into car care my entire life. I am so excited to team up with AutoGeek in 2022. AutoGeek.net has been a leading source of auto detailing products, accessories, and expert knowledge for more than 20 years. What started in 1997 as a mail order catalog company has grown into a multi-website based e-commerce store that they are today. With a large online presence on its own website featuring close to 100 different brands, AutoGeek has grown to be the largest car care retailer in the country. AutoGeek's wholesale program serves accounts in over 30 countries and its retail sector ships worldwide. Go to autogeek.net for the best product selection on the internet today and their stellar technical support. autogeek.net. It's where I go for all my detailing needs. That's autogeek.net. Last year I changed my collector car coverage to American Collectors Insurance. That's who now protects my Porsche Turbo, the one I call my Orange Crush. But did you know they also insure your valuable collections of automobilia and other collectibles? If you're like me, you've invested in a lot of cool collectibles over the years. Those items are valuable. And if you were to lose them in a theft or a fire, well, try to get your normal homeowner's insurance to pay you what they're worth. Good luck with that. American Collectors Insurance provides you with assurance and confidence that your collectibles are fully covered. They insure a lot of items, including automobilia, wine, baseball cards, books, figurines, die-cast models, model trains, glassware, sports memorabilia, toys, and a whole lot more. American Collectors Insurance, they've been protecting us enthusiasts since 1976. They provide you with an agreed value insurance policy backed by a long history of taking care of their clients. Give them a call today for your personal agreed value quote at 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866-224-9324. Tell them you're a friend of mine, Mark Rains here at Cars Yeah. American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. Automotive enthusiasts just like you and me. That's American Collectors Insurance. All right, Megan, we are back. So this world of car care that you live in, you know, you and I met a long, long time ago, way back when I was with Griot's Garage. And boy, you come a long way, baby. I'll just say that because you started from having a photography business, right? And you joined the company to handle their photography and so forth. Is that the start? Yes, basically that is. Um, When I first came on board, we were considered Palm Beach Motoring Accessories, and we were a catalog company. The owner was transitioning over to a website, and I think he just needed a little help with some photography. I also did a little other jobs here and there for him. I helped out with the forum and the website. But basically, we were a three-man crew. We packed orders. We built websites. We took phone calls and did a little of everything. (laughs) 
Boy, sounds like my start at Grail's Garage. Yeah, I started there. There was just three or four of us. And uh, yeah, did pretty much everything. I always say, that's why I have no hair. I wore so many hats, it wore all my <laughs> hair off. So I, I'm glad you didn't. You'd look a little funny without any hair on the top of your head. So let's talk about the growth of what's happened there from Palm Beach Motoring to Auto Geek. How has the company evolved in the last few years specifically? Because it was acquired, right? Yes, we were acquired in 2016. We were actually at the SEMA show as we signed papers and we transferred ownership over to Tony George, who is our current owner. Yeah, the Tony George, right? From uh, <laughs> The Tony George. Yeah, from the Indy 500. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. And your role there has evolved. It, you've probably done pretty much everything, which landed you in a nice place for being chief operating officer and running the show. Yes, I think I've uh, probably had my hand in a little bit of everything here. Um, I've, you know, helped manage the warehouse. I help with the chemicals and uh, our manufacturing. Um, I've even helped a little with the website. That Not that that's my strong point. <laughs> and then I kind of manage the customer service departments and uh, help out with uh, the training. So your brand, you guys offer pretty much everything there is out there. And I remember when your company was coming in because we were – when I was with Griot's, we were direct mail catalog before the internet. But you guys evolved away from that, and it was really interesting for me to watch that. Um, I secretly kind of always wanted to like get rid of this catalog thing because it was so expensive to produce. But you guys went full board online, and it certainly worked out great for you. So you offer the automotive enthusiasts pretty much everything they need to take care of their vehicle from inside to out, right? Correct. We are currently carrying about 140 different brands. Wow. We try to cover interior, exterior, and we have a few accessories too, but we try to give them everything they need to keep the car looking good. So one of the questions that many times people will have when they look at a source like your guys, where everything is there, is how do I choose? It's almost like the um, uh, the paradox of choice. There was a great book about that where there's so many things on the menu. Uh, you go to like Spaghetti Factory and there's uh, 20 pages. Like, how do I choose what to do? Uh, do you have resources there for somebody so they can talk about the individual brands and decide how I how do I narrow this down for this particular problem? Absolutely. We have tech support. So anybody can call in Monday through Friday from eight to five and then Saturday from nine to four. And we can walk them through whatever solution they might need for whatever problem they're having. Um, our guys are well-trained. They've been through you know, our detailing academies and they're kind of able to help you narrow it down. We try to factor in you know, the caller's skill set because we, we get your average guy who's never picked up a buffer. And then we also deal with pro detailers. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I recently had Joe Kimball, who's just down the road from me here, and you guys just launched a new little deal with him, right? Yes, we did. Uh, we have uh, a new thing we're doing this year. We're doing some brand ambassadors, and Joe Kimball's just been a great guy. I feel like he adds a lot of positivity to the industry, so we've definitely wanted to partner with him and see what we can get going, and we have uh, added on I think six more brand ambassadors, so should be a good year for us. Oh, I'm excited. Well, maybe we can get some of those guys here on Cars. Yeah, I've had so many people from the automotive care industry on the show. And as you know, I love car care. I love taking care of my car and the many products that you guys offer. I mean, it's the range is so huge. It's absolutely fantastic. You work, you're a great example of someone who worked their way up into a company from starting off doing everything and then running the company. When you think back to your history with the brand, did you see yourself in the role you are today? 
Um, I don't think so. I think when I first joined the company, I didn't really plan to stay that long. Uh, I was going to work through, you know, getting everything up and going. I still kept my photography company. I was shooting weddings on the weekends. And then one day the owner said to me, you know, what is it going to take to get you to stop doing these weddings? And I said, <laughs> well, <laughs> they are, uh, they're, they're a great source of income. So um, at some point I gave that up and came on full board. And then I just thought, you know what? I enjoy working with the people here. We have a great group. We consider ourselves more of a family than employees. So it's just been, you know, I, I don't think I ever looked back and I don't really think there was a, a goal to moving forward, but I just didn't look back and I kept going. Well, the stress of shooting weddings, and I know many people that shoot weddings. I did that once way long ago for a friend and the the, the stress of that, oh man, don't blow this because... You blow it, it only happens once and it's a mess. But running a business has certainly got a lot of, of stress involved, but also a lot of uh, fun things. And let's talk a little bit about some of the cool extracurricular activities you guys put on. You just had a, an event there where you bring people in from around the country, a boot camp, I believe. Yes, we do uh, several boot camps a year. We have our trainer, Justin Lovato, and then we also just signed on Robin Sweet. So we have two trainers. And then what we try to do is when we do our classes, we try to grab some of the greats in the industry, you know, the Rennie Doyles, um, you know, Rod Craft with the Griots. Um, we bring in Jason Rose with Rupes. You know, we, we try to grab a little bit more talent so that when these people come to the classes, it's more of a one-on-two instructor kind of situation. And so they, they can get a lot of knowledge. Plus, they love to be able to ask the questions directly to the manufacturer. So we've been doing that. And then we also partner with a lot of our vendors. Um, we'll be traveling around the United States this year to a couple of different vendors and holding these classes in their facilities. Oh, how cool. That's that's really fun. Well, I tell you, listeners, if you're into taking care of your vehicles, which I'm sure pretty much everybody listening to this show and you're not aware of Auto Geek, you probably, well, you already are because you listen to the show. But if you haven't gone there and checked it out, you really should because they've really got everything you could ever want to have. What's your favorite part of what you are doing in the company now? It's working with the people, whether it's our employees or our partners, you know, and the vendors. Um, I just really enjoy the relationships we all have built over the past, you know, few years. I enjoy seeing the employees, you know, move up through the ladder. We've had some people that have started on the packing line that are helping run some of our websites now. So you kind of get to watch people grow up and acquire some new skills. And then, you know, it's just always good to have these friendships that you create with all your vendors that you work with. Oh, absolutely. I think it's a very, very cool deal. Let's talk about a driving resource or what I call a driving inspiration actually here. Uh, key influencers or mentors in your life that have been helpful to you. Uh, has there been a person like that? You know, when I've been asked this before, and I always say I don't have a person. I always kind of look at people and see things that they do that I know I do not want to do. <laughs> <laughs> so I, you got to explain that a little deeper to me. <laughs> I, I think I'm more of a people watcher and observer, and I always see reactions and say, you know, that's probably not good management skill right there. Or I think that could be handled differently. I don't think there's ever been one person that I've said, you know what, this person is doing exactly what I want to do, but I have 
always watch people and thought, you know what, they, they could probably be a little kinder to their employees or, you know, they, they could probably have a little more integrity in business. And I think I like to learn that way. Yeah. I think we all learn from our mistakes and it's always nice if you can learn from somebody else's too. Uh, yeah. It's a little better that way too. That's, that's for sure. You know, if you were going to offer advice to someone who was starting out like you did early in a company or young in a company and wanted to really work their way up. And this is something that is interesting to me because my career involved basically, other than my own businesses, two companies that I was at for a long time. First one was 11 years. Next one was over 20 years. Things have changed a lot. And these days, it seems like most people jump around. You look at resumes or even LinkedIn, you go, God, they were only somewhere for two years at a time. And my kids have been in the same thing. And I think Part of that is a lot of companies don't offer opportunities, and uh, it sounds like there at AutoGeek, you guys do the opposite of that. Definitely. Um, We have probably, I'm trying to count, uh, we have one family here that I think we have five employees that work for us. The mother started. um, We brought in the daughter. She started in the warehouse. She actually is our copywriter now. She married a boy that was working in the warehouse who now manages a website. <laughs> and wow. So All we in the family. <laughs> yes. If we can get them in here and they have great work ethic, then we love to teach them skills that will allow them to still be able to provide for their family and stay and work for us for the long term. So we like to not see a lot of turnover. We like to see these people grow, especially if they come in and they're passionate about it. Um, we want to give them all the tools they need to succeed. Well, it's fantastic. Another one of my sponsors, long time, actually goes back to the beginning of my podcast, is Covercraft. And they're very much the same way. I visited their facility about three years ago in Oklahoma and saw people that were three generations of people that have been in that company. That company started back when I was in high school, 1974, I believe, or 72, somewhere in there. I actually bought one of their first covers they made, uh, put in my car in high school. So I love companies that do that. And it sounds like That's what AutoGeek is all about. Let's take a short break and thank our sponsors. We come back. I want to talk a little bit about a challenge because when you've been with a company as long as you have, you've been through three moves. I've done that. It is not easy. I'd love to talk about a challenge, but more importantly, how it helped you or what you learned from it. So sit tight, think about shiny cars, and we'll be right back. I've discovered Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market, driving, restoring, collecting, and discovering your passion for motor vehicles. Linkage is about experiences, opinions, and values. Linkage is an actual, informed, reasoned opinion based on firsthand experiences. A talented Linkage team covers the automotive world, the people who share your passion and mine, smart, considered, rational, and experienced opinions, ones you can learn from and grow. That includes our passion that drives auctions and the collector car market. So come with me and join us on this journey. And be sure to use the code CARSYEAH when you subscribe and they'll give you $10 off. Boom! Linkage, geared for the automotive life. Subscribe today at LinkageMag.com. Cars Yeah has teamed up with TechForce Foundation, one of our charities of choice, to help young people who love cars, problem solving, and working with their hands pursue careers as professional 
technicians. From auto, collision, and restoration techs to motorcycle boats, race cars, and aviation, TechForce covers the gamut of technician opportunities. Technical education and the skills trades matter, and we need qualified skilled technicians to keep our vehicles rolling. Learn how you can help to power the technical workforce at techforce.org today. So let's talk about this, Megan, a big challenge, big obstacle, even a big failure, something that you really had to overcome. But I like the aspect here of the learned lesson through these tough rides. So uh, take us on a bit of a uh, not so shiny car to a shiny car experience. I think for us, probably the largest learning lesson would have been facing the challenge of COVID. Mm. That was definitely our biggest challenge to date. You know, from staffing issues to dealing with just the raw emotions of the staff being scared to supply issues. We had to move workers to work remotely. And that's just a whole nother task in terms of IT and, you know, equipment. And then making sure we kept the building as sanitized as possible to just not knowing what was going on day to day, you know, with the employees and with the government. And I just, I'm not sure that we've ever had to work as hard as we did during COVID. That's, that was a crazy time for us. You know, I've heard this from so many people and the effect that that had still is today, but it seems like it's easing. Thank goodness things are getting better on every single aspect of our lives. And you talk about a a simple thing, not so simple thing, but supply issues and how it slowed all that down. And having worked in the car care business and knowing all the intricate details of one bottle of car care and all the pieces that have to go into that one bottle, it's the bottle, the label, the cap, the liner in the cap, and then all the different chemicals inside that all have to be mixed and blended. And yeah, so in dealing with that, from what I've heard from many people, and I would assume it's the same for you, is it was a it was like trying to. I had one guest who said it's like going duck hunting at night with no lights, and your ears are covered, so you can't even hear the duck fly by. And if you don't hit a duck and have them for dinner, you're going to starve. I mean, what were some of the things that you were really surprised by that that whole thing dealt you? I think the the biggest surprise to me just was the um, amount of supply issues. You know, like you, people don't understand, but when you're producing chemicals, something like a six month lead time on bottles could just totally cripple a business. Right. The one thing though I, I did really enjoy uh, during COVID is. I had a lot of vendors that reached out and we all worked together, you know, say I had sprayers, you know, I'd give them to somebody. I needed bottles. Somebody gave me bottles. We all kind of behind the scenes worked together to keep everybody functioning. And we we happened to be really lucky and we were sitting on 20,000 sprayers when COVID hit, which a lot of people weren't. And so I was kind of able to, you know, pass around some sprayers, you (laughs) know, somebody, Yeah. yeah, somebody, and you would think that it's, you know, something very simple, but for some people, it was shutting down their business, just not having these sprayers. So uh, it was the little things, but I really appreciated the fact that everybody came to work together. You know, I think on the outside, people think the competitors or the different vendors, everybody doesn't get along or work together. But, (laughs) you know, the truth of the matter is, is we're all on the same boat and we all work together. We're all trying to achieve the same thing. We all just kind of banded together and said, okay, what is it that we can do to help you out? And uh, we worked it out from that way. When you think about this entire experience, what were some things that 
you learned that came out of it that you will continue that will be more positive and help? Because there's many things that, like working remotely, I think a lot of companies never dreamed that would be even part of their business plan. And now that workers had to do it and they figured out a way, they've kind of gone, you know what, this might work out okay. It might be better for our employees not to have to commute. Uh, we're okay with that. We trust them. Uh, this is working out well. Uh, have there been some of those things that you have carried forward that you've you never saw that you would change your business that way, but you have? Um, I think for us, something that definitely changed us is a little bit more forecasting and planning. The remote workers, we after everything was said and done, we did still have six that we left working remotely. It's worked out for us. The, the only challenges we have is um, we're really big on collaborating and everybody getting together and discussing things. And I that I find it's just a little different when everybody's working remotely. Right. Um, so, but you know, like today's a great day. We have everybody is in office. You know, we're all back here meeting, and so it's just kind of nice to see everybody. But I don't know when when you're working with a company and there's a lot of creativeness, and you know, you like to have everybody's put in the, their thoughts and ideas. It's nice to at least make a, a day, whether it's every month or, you know, however you want to plan it, that you all get back together because you want them to feel included. You want them to feel part of the family. And, you know, we do a lot of things around here where we have lunch together or breakfast. And so there's certain things I feel like the remote side you miss out on. And so it's working for us. Would I prefer a lot of my staff remote? No, just because, you know, like I said, I love to walk in somebody's office and say, hey, you let me bounce this idea off of you. And I, I feel like that gets lost in translation through whether it's, you know, Skype or Zoom or however you want to do it. Yeah, it is hard to do sometimes, that's for sure. Uh, on the flip side, one thing I've heard is that opens up the opportunities for hiring people that can't move to your state or city for whatever reason, but they're very talented. Let's say Let's take a copywriter, for instance. If you found somebody that was an all-star, but they're in Texas or something, yeah, you could still work with them and still make it happen. So there's there's some positives there, but I get it. When you're used to being around people and you're collaborative and creative, and that's what you guys are all about, it's a tough deal. Absolutely. When you look ahead at what you're doing, like this brand ambassador, this is something new for you this year. Are there any other new things or trips or things you have planned for the future on your bucket list? Yeah, you know, we have really changed our whole dynamics, I think. Um, you know, our whole training staff has changed. Um, we've trained out our creative department, a videographer, and our graphic artist. We've had a lot of large changes in the company in the last six months, and they've all worked out to just be wonderful changes. And the training that we've normally done has definitely evolved. Um, you know, there was a lot of requests for us to add on some, you know, different parts of the training, some business, um, trying to help these detailers once they get their skill down pat to be able to also manage their business. So we're trying to add on, um, listen to the feedback we get from everybody and adjust our training. And we're also just being a little bit more on the road this year. You know, we've always been able to, you know, have our training here in the garage, but we've had a lot of vendors that have really been asking us, hey, you know, can you come to our facility? So we're trying to really open up the education to different regions. You know, we know we're in Florida. We know it's rough for people on the West Coast. So we just put together something we're planning for June. We're headed out to California. Cool. We've got a few, you know, different locations that we have penciled in and we're just trying to iron out. But I think for us, our company, the way we perceive everything is we lead by education. 
we're not really like, I don't, I don't need to sell you on it. I just need to educate you on how to use it properly. So we're really this year just pushing really hard on education. And uh, so far we have just had great success. So we're going to keep going with that. I think it's wonderful. That's a key thing I learned working in the car care industry, developing products, and is it was all about education because anytime we had a, a person who had a challenge with a product, it was always that they were not using it properly. And it, it helped us learn how to better explain products and how to help people so much more. <laughs> You'll love this, Megan. We had a guest once, or I guess it was a customer who was very upset about paint cleaning clay. And as you know, that's a tough sell for some people who have never used that product. Because it's very foreign, weird, you know, Mm -hmm. rub a clay on paint and it does something. What? And this customer, and he sent the product back. He was so angry. He goes, this didn't work at all, blah, blah, blah. And so the returns guy walked to my office and he said, we got this return, but it's kind of weird. He sent this clay back, but it looks like it wasn't used. It still has the plastic around it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know where I'm going. (laughs) And so I called the person and, you know, and I said, I have a question. How did you... Get the clay so clean and put it back in the plastic when you returned it. It looks like it was never used, almost as if you kept the plastic on the product. And there was this long silence. (laughs) And he went, oh, my gosh, you must think I'm an idiot. I said, no, you know what? I'm going to add on to the instructions, remove clay from plastic wrapper. (laughs) And he had a good laugh. I had a good laugh. And we did that. And uh, you kind of wonder how many people used it that way (laughs) and threw it out and never bought it again because they didn't want to bother you so yeah the education of the car care is key isn't it it's really key it's the number one thing that will either make or break a product we always say you know when a product fails the customer doesn't think it's them never right it's always the product and you know not that products haven't failed before but you know a lot of times we find it's it's our fault we didn't explain it well enough so like you said you take those as a good you know, an educational piece right there. Okay, if this person's having a problem, somebody else is having a problem. So what can we do to better explain this? And a lot of times we'll take it one step further. We'll say, you know what, that page needs a video. So, you know, with your clay, it might be, you know, our trainer opening up the bag, getting the clay out, kneading it, you know, squirting down the clay lube and, you know, using it. But we just try to make sure we explain it as best as we can. Yeah, my son works for Google as an interface designer and a UX writer. And I've had talks with him about the subtle intricacies of explaining a how-to. And it goes back to a great course I had in college, where we a writing course. We had to write down how to tie your shoes in words. Try wow. doing that sometime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then they limited it to a certain number of word, word count. It's very hard. <laughs> it's very difficult. So yeah, it's all about education. That's one of the things that AutoGeek does really, really well. So let's talk a little bit about your passion for cars. I'm guessing you're kind of a car gal. You kind of like cool cars and trucks and things like that. Is there a special vehicle in your life? And if so, tell me about that ride. You know, as much as I'd love to say I'm a car person, I- I'm not crazy about the whole car Megan, thing. Megan, say it I- so. I, I know. <laughs> I have a dream car. It's, you know, a Lotus. Okay, we can talk about that. But I will tell you, my my favorite car growing up is my dad had a Chevy El Camino. Oh, cool. I know they're not the best looking cars, but I just absolutely love that car. Yeah. Well, I know you like to go camping and you've had had several trailers, right? Yes. I actually just got a new one last weekend. (laughs) Well, okay. Well, we can, you know, it rolls on rubber, so I love it. You know, let's talk about trailers. I mean, let's... What is it? Let's talk about your new trailer. What'd you get? 
Um, I got a uh, a travel trailer. I've had uh, fifth wheels for a while, and um, we were looking to go more weekend trips. I was doing a little bit longer trips, and actually, I lived in the fifth wheel while I was building a house. So I went and got a little weekend trailer because I like to hit, you know, the the beach in Fort Myers. We love to do Disney World camping, but, you know, just two, three day little trips. So I've got, uh, I call it the whip because it's only like 20 feet long and my last one was 40 and I don't even know it's behind me. It just kind of whips around with my truck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, I just remembered the name of this trailer and you got to look this up that my friend bought. It's called a Bolus, B-O-W-L-U-S. When you go and look at this thing, you're going to go, what on earth? It looks like something from the 30s or 40s, but it's brand new. They're bespoke. You you order them. It took them a year to get it. It's kind of like an Airstream on vintage steroids is what I call it. Wow. You might kind of like this one. Pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. But uh, well, I'm glad you're having fun getting out there. It's important to get away from work once in a while and, and clear the mind. So, so I'm going to be a little bit of a car psychologist for you, Megan. All right. So sit back on the couch and think about this. If you were manifest as a vehicle, this isn't what you want to be. This is how you perceive the woman in the mirror. What would you be, but more importantly, why? I think I would definitely have to go with my current vehicle, and okay. it's also my favorite. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> I have a GMC Denali 3500. It's a bit of a workhorse. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, I got it when I got my large fifth wheel because I couldn't tow it with my other one. It's a beast. I love the truck. But when you go inside, it's nice. It's, you know, fully decked out. The interior's very comfortable, and it's like it's like driving around in your living room. And, and I think... <laughs> I think people, when they, especially in business, when they first meet me, they're like, you know, I thought you were going to be a little, little more harsh or a little rough around the edges, but you know, you're, you're really <laughs> pretty easy going. And, and yeah. I think, you know, in business, people kind of get a preconceived idea, like, oh my goodness, you know, this person's in this position, or they do this and that, and they're probably a little strong-willed, and you know, generally people get that impression and then they meet me and they're like, oh, I'm okay. All right. She's not so bad. <laughs> no, of course you're not. You know, I've, I've known you for a long, long time because we did business together way back when, when you guys were selling Grails Garage products for us. And um, yeah, and you're a petite little lady too. So what do you have stairs to get up into this truck? Because <laughs> <laughs> that is a beast of a machine. It is. I, I kind of, I do a little, a little hop. A little hop? To it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a cute little one step little ladder thing. Cause my, my, mother lives by me and uh she's older and you know bad back bad knees and so she can't get in it so yeah. a little pop out step oh, okay. but you know i i it, i'll be 50 next year so at this point i'm still able to get up in it okay so oh, I, you're I don't just think a youngster <laughs> gee whiz from my side of the fence yeah well you know I, since i've known you so long i know you and your personality but yeah you're so businesslike and matter of fact i can kind of see where people might be i won't say afraid of you but it's like whoa she's serious uh, but I like the the relationship you made here with what you've got, a vehicle that gets the job done, but does it comfortably and friendly and trucks these days. My next door neighbor bought a, a new Raptor. It's like driving a sports car. Yes. Yes. They've definitely come a long way. Um, I don't know if you would have told me 10 years ago I'd be buying a truck. I would have believed you. <laughs> well, there you go. And you needed to get that trailer around and get out in the world. And boy, that this country's full of so many opportunities for doing that. I think it's fantastic. Is there a way that you guys there give back and help others? You know, I, I, I've learned that 
after talking to 20, well, 2,026 people now, that when we give back and help others, uh, it really is a key to being happy in life. And I think of AutoGeek as a company that offers solutions for people to resolve issues. So the, the whole brand that you've created is really giving back all the time. Is that how you see what you guys are doing? Yes, definitely. I, I think more so, you know, and lately in the past few years, but uh, we definitely try to get involved in, you know, any kind of scholarship or, you know, fundraisers, any kind of events where we can, you know, help out. Currently, I'm sitting on a board for um, a scholarship fund for Rick Goldstein, who's uh, was a great friend of ours, and he, he owned one of the brands we carry. He had passed December 4th of last year, and so I had reached out to um, the IDA, which is the International Detailer Association. I said, you know what? We really want to do a scholarship fund in his name because he, I think when, when you say somebody you kind of look to, Rick is a guy that led the example of giving back and he never, never said anything. You know, most of the people would quietly say something, but everybody knew Rick would help out anybody in need. And so we are actually starting a Rick Goldstein scholarship fund, and oh, this will cool. be for anybody that needs any kind of training to help them out um, in the detailing world or, you know, trade school. But we just had our first meeting a couple of weeks ago, and we're trying to get that going. I definitely try to give back as much as we can because I feel like we're in a good situation where we can help out people in the industry. So um, it's definitely something we're working at. That's ah, tremendous. You know, it's, it's brilliant. I started detailing cars when I was about 14 and it was a great way to learn about communication skills, about taking pride in what you do, um, creating a business as a young person. And it provided me with plenty of surfboard money since I grew up in Southern California. <laughs> uh, in fact, I remember I had a kid at school. I didn't know him very well. And he came up and he goes, do you sell drugs? And I'm like, what? No. <laughs> Why would you think that? And he goes, well, you always you know, have a nice car and nice surfboards. I figured you had a lot of money. And I go, this is because I work after school every day and all weekend long detailing cars. He's like, oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm like, It's a great concept. More people should try it out, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, it really works, really works really well. And, you know, I always tell people, my son did it when he was in high school to raise extra money. It's a great way and teaches young people how to do things and could build into a business uh, as well. So I think it's fantastic. Now, I always ask my guests about book or offering a suggestion for a book. I know you're a fan of uh, James Patterson, right? I am. And, and really, in my spare time, um, I know everybody likes to read self-help books, or but I don't. I like to escape when I read. So uh -huh. I definitely am a James Patterson fan. I've, God, I don't, I don't even know. I've probably read 25 of his books in the past couple of years, but that is my go-to. There's always at least one on my Kindle. <laughs> well, he's, he's uh, I kind of look at him as standalone thriller writer, nonfiction, romance novels, all sorts of things. Escapism. Yep. It's just uh, when you don't want to think about work or real responsibilities, it's a great way to pick up the Kindle and escape for a couple hours. Yeah. The wonders of books. They're fantastic. So I'm going to allow you, before I let you go, to go on what I call the ultimate drive. I've got unlimited funds here at Cars. Yeah. You can pick any vehicle. You can pick any person to go with living or somebody who's passed, which opens up a lot of unique opportunities. I've heard some many interesting answers to that one. And you can be driving anywhere since you're somebody that likes to go out and see the world. Uh, what is the ultimate drive? look like for you, Megan? You know, that's a good question. I, I think based off of, you know, the 20 years I've had with this business, I've run across a, a lot of celebrities and some great people. But if I had one person I could probably go on a drive with, it would be my dad, I think, in his El Camino. He passed when I was seven. Um, oh I missed gosh. out on that. And I think that would just be really cool, you know, 
just to yeah. have a little drive. From what I hear, I am a little bit of a, <laughs> a little version of him. So oh, yeah? okay. I think it would be neat kind of just to have a little drive and a little chat. So oh, yeah. Wow. I wish I could make that happen. How tragic to lose a father at such a young age. Wow. That would be pretty darn cool. Yeah. A cross-country road trip with dad in the El Camino. I love it. What a nice thought. Well, before I let you go today, I want to thank you for spending some time with me. Could you share with our listeners maybe some words of wisdom, a success quote, or some inspirational thoughts with them? Absolutely. I think there's one thing that I probably say a little too much (laughs) if you ask a few people, but I always tell people when they're having a bad day or if they've got some complaints, I always say there are people out there that would love to have your bad day. And I think if we all remember that, um, your bad day doesn't seem as bad when you're having it. You know, and boy, is that prudent right now with what's going on in Ukraine. Oh my gosh, the the horror and the situation over there. Yeah. So uh, listeners, if you're having a tough day, just say a prayer, think a thought for the folks over there and uh, realize that you're not there having to deal with that and things will change perspective very quickly. It's a real nice way to do a quick paradigm shift when uh, you're not happy with a situation, right? Correct. Yeah, absolutely. How can people learn more about AutoGeek? Well, they can always visit us at our website. It's autogeek.com, or they can find us on Facebook. Um, We are under AutoGeek. We also, if they need any help with any detailing questions, we have a Facebook group called Detailing 101 by AutoGeek, or they can always just send me an email. It's megan at palmbeachmotoring.net. There you go. Again, listeners, if you love to take care of your car like I do, uh, this is a goldmine find, AutoGeek. Everything is there on top of all the education that they offer you. So if you have any questions, you can reach out and there'll be somebody there that can help you. I guarantee it. Megan, hey, I know you're busy. You got a whole crew there today. I'll let you get back to it. But I want to thank you for spending some time with me today. I've been wanting to do this with you forever. Thank you so much for being my guest. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you in a shiny car down the road. Thanks for having me, Mark. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah. Yeah.